Ah, yes. Welcome to the wrestling podcast, Vince, Please Steal Our Ideas. And again, I was reminded when Vince stole our ideas that I was pissed off, but we have a podcast called Vince, Please Steal Our Ideas. You can't get mad. So I can't get mad anymore. If he no. steals our ideas, that's the whole point of this podcast, right? To make wrestling better. Right. And and it's been god-awful lately. Oh, my God. Just awful. It's been- Hard. It's been hard to watch, honestly. I mean, it's been it's been difficult. It's a chore. And like, look, three hours uh, on a Monday night, followed by whatever they do on Wednesday NXT, which I don't really watch. And then Friday, I mean, it's a lot of wrestling, and that was already a lot. Yeah. With when they were firing on all cylinders, and now it's just like, I'm lucky to get through Raw. Yeah, I wasn't even watching. Good God, King! It's Stone Cold Steve Austin in a fire truck. <laughs> do you hear that? Yeah. Um, you go in, yeah, I can go inside. No, no, it's fine. It's here. fine. Hey, yeah. hey, you're in, Ryan's actually on his deck right now. We're, we're actually doing this. I could see him on the screen here. Only I could see him. You can't see him, of course. Yeah. But he's enjoying a Steve Weiser. He's sitting out on his deck. I'm not going to ruin that. No, thank you. It, it looks like too much fun out there. It's a nice evening here in the mean streets of Pasadena, California. Is it open there yet? Like, what could you guys do now? You know, it's funny. I think today was like the first day that that uh, things could sort of reopen. Like restaurants, no. Um, and, and I'm talking specifically L.A. County. The weird part is that Southern California is kind of like Orange County, Ventura County, Riverside County. And like all the counties are different. So if I drove 30 minutes, I could go get a haircut in, ah. in Orange County. You know what I mean? But L.A. County, I can't. So uh, I right saw you judging me a few minutes ago before we went live here that I did get a haircut. I wasn't judging. I just, uh, you know, I just, I know Chicago has kind of been strict and I figured you had to go to an undisclosed location. You had to go to parts unknown to get your hair cut. I went, my, my guy who cuts my hair, he had like some, he was in a condo <laughs> yeah. and he was being very vague about everything. He's like, oh yeah, it's an Airbnb. And I'm like, wait a minute, Airbnb is not even in business right now. Right. 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 So like, yeah. I don't know what was going on <laughs> at some point. Some girl walked out of a bedroom. So I don't know what the deal was. How long did the process take? Were you the only one there? Was it just you and him? And did you wear masks? Oh, there were way too many people there. And no masks required. Oh, my God. I walked in. He was, he was, he was, so like, it's supposed to be like specific appointments, right? And they're going, was that, was that an airplane now? It's someone hot rodding out here in the street. (laughs) Crazy. If it gets to be, if it gets to be a problem, I'll head back inside. (laughs) I don't know what other vehicles are going to roll up. No, it's fine. So. You know, he's like, I'll be here at three o'clock. So I'm like, oh, cool. It's just going to be me. When I walk in, there's a guy. He's pretty much just putting the cape around his neck to like oh start him up. It was like, <laughs> I was sitting there for an hour watching the last dance on the TV. He's like, I'll just sit over there. And then so there's him, that guy. I, I, no one's wearing masks. Then as I'm getting a haircut, another and then his brother, who I know, comes in with another guy. None of the, the one guy walks in with a mask and we all start laughing. We're like, why are you wearing a mask? He's like, oh, okay, okay. No masks in here or what? So it was like uh, no mask. This was a while ago, by the way. So luckily, yeah. it's been 14 days, so I have no corona, luckily. Sure, sure. But at some point, I saw some girl walk out of a room in one of the other rooms, and it's like, oh, don't go don't go past this wall here. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what really the- crazy. But it was a very, very nice lineup, and I needed it. My yeah. hair was ridiculous. But yeah. I see that you haven't been lined up in a while. I haven't. I've actually got the curls coming out the back, and I don't mind it. I'm going to just see how long I can. I really, like, if there's ever been an excuse for me to do a ridiculous hair style, <laughs> I think I'm going to go with it for a while. It's all good. 
Like uh, Sean from Boy Meets World, that type of look? Yeah, that's what I want. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, I I had those curls going in the back, too. It was like it was hanging out of the back of the hat. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm doing. Yeah. But don't you just shave your head? Can't you just do it yourself anyway? I could, but I don't know, man. I I feel like with my body shape and type (laughs) of my head. Like I do it once a year for, for uh, children's hospital LA to raise money for cancer research. So I, I feel like I do it in September, October anyway. And I look like a thumb for two months. <laughs> like I literally, I look like a thumb. Is it the, 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 like, the older you get, it probably looks, it doesn't look like when you were like 21 doing it once a year, it looked cool, right? Yeah, it was fine. And inexcusable. Now it's just like, Oh, what's wrong with him? <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, back, back to wrestling, which is why we're here. Yeah. Um, just, just I haven't even watched it really. <laughs> I just fucked up because we're doing a wrestling podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's funny. I mean, it's been a while since we've even done this podcast. And earlier this week, you're like, "Hey, you want to do it?" I was like, "Yeah, I guess." But then I was, I'm racking my brain, going, "What are we going to talk about?" Oh, there's plenty. There's plenty to talk saying. about. Yeah. For instance, the revival appearing on AEW. We we were saying in in our text store, we said how funny it was. That they didn't know who it was, but then they're like, "Wait a minute, that is that is that Boogie Miller and and Esteban O'Neill? That's FTW." Like, like, like whatever their new names are. Yeah. Wait it's, a minute. It's such a it's such a TNA move. That's like the classic. You know what's he doing in the Impact Zone? Yeah. That classic. Yeah. Who? Wait, wait. Is that is that Buck Hansen and and Joey <laughs> Bobo? Yeah, that's well, FTW. Dax Harwood and Scott Shepard. <laughs> FTR, by God, here they are. And by the way, let me also say, this is what I don't understand. So, so uh, you know, when that... That's, ja- that's that. Jacob Schwartz-Wheeler and Rodney Stump. <laughs> that's FTW. Or FTR. It's FTR, right? How do, yeah, FTR. How do, how do they know that? Like, uh, that's what I don't get. And th- my problem is that AEW prides itself on being like that. A little more real, right? So why don't they take a different approach and be like, Oh, we know who they are. We've been hearing they were going to show up and like just just acknowledge that that who they are. I don't get why they have to do these pretend names. Look I mean, at Shivani. Aren't can't. they? It, but they grew up with that, right? Like Shivani and Jr. Like their whole lives, they've done that, right? Like when Zeus yeah, showed up on on Nitro, they're like, "That's yeah. Z Gangster." Yeah, Z. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know he was Z Gangster? Z Gangster. Wait a minute. Who's that? Wait a minute. Could it be that guys? That's Z Gangster. <laughs> I mean, and it didn't really. If you, it, one of the original instances of that, I think, was Mean Gene when the egg hatched, and he was in the ring with the gobbledygooker, and he goes, "Don't, don't tell me you're the you're the you're the gobbledygooker." <laughs> like, like, how did? Was there buzz that the gobbledygooker was arri- could, you know arriving? Wait, could it be? Wait, you're gonna wait. You're telling me you're got that. Wait, that's the gobbly gun. The number. Ha ha! It is the gobbly gunker. <laughs> and then Vince knows, like, yeah, there he is, guys. It is the gobbly gunker. But here, here's my other question about the way that, that the uh, revival or FTR showed up. So, like, when that black truck pulls up, anyone with a pair of eyes can see who it is, right? Like, if if you're watching it, you know who that is, and they still were like. Now wait a minute. There, there, what, now there's a truck pulling up. Uh, who, who's, who's in this truck? I mean, 
it makes the announcers feel sound stupid. It, could not, it, in my opinion, could it be? Wait now, a minute, who's this? Now, who, now who is this? <laughs> we all, we can all see who it is. What do you mean, who's this? <laughs> like I said, they're just so used to doing that. Yeah, it, it, it's like it. someone with a southern accent all of a sudden having like an English accent. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're used to talking. Yeah, man. Hey, how you doing there? Yeah. You're not gonna like turn out of this in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of that that debut that segment? It was just it was awful. You thought it was awful. It made no sense. <laughs> like first of all, those two guys, not they they have they they don't have the best bodies, right? Right, right. But they have the potential to look kind of cool sometimes. Yeah. Like if they're wearing the right clothing, but they both have like those stump bodies. Like you mentioned, a, like a, like a yeah. dumb, like they have those it's dumb bodies. Body. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's certain ways to make that body look good, and it wasn't in those sure. street clothes they were wearing. Right. I agree. And and uh, one of them, I can't remember which one, but he kind of botched that that spike pile driver. He only got one of the legs, and it just oh, and he had he had little... the body like all the way up to his belly button, the head, like yeah, it looked sloppy. It was way too like that story the Undertaker told today when um th- th- there was a video on ESPN where the Undertaker was talking about when he was on Tuesday night in Texas, <laughs> and Hogan told him, "Brother, brother, I have neck problems, brother. Don't spike me, brother." <laughs> And he said he like held him really tight, and then he's like, "Oh, you got me, brother! You got, you got me. me!" And then later he explained, "Oh, you had me up too high. I was too tight. Like, yeah, you protected you me, me yeah. too much. You had me cinched in too tight." Yeah. <laughs> and, and by the way, let's talk about that for a second. So, so that's a hilarious story, by the way. And well, let me also sidestep and say that I'm really enjoying, and I don't know what caused Taker to to. He's protected the business and not broken kayfabe for years. Yeah. And I feel like in the past, I don't know, three months, we're getting a lot of, of Taker coming to, coming to like reality. You know, well, well he's, he's promoting the last, the last ride though. Yeah, I, I get it. And I like it. You know what I mean? There was, remember a while ago too, there were rumors that he was going to do that. Um, he was going to do a podcast with Conrad. I think they trademarked the talking dead, uh, yeah. talking dead man. I think I would have liked to have heard that. Because uh, I like these stories Taker's telling, but anyway, so so he says that after he he gave Hogan a tombstone at Tuesday night in Texas, they're in the back, and Hogan lays down on the floor, and the paramedics <laughs> are checking, and he's around the corner with Shane, and he hears <laughs> he hears Hogan tell the paramedics, "Get my wife and kids on the phone. Yeah, call my wife and kids, <laughs> like, brother. Like he's dying." <laughs> And Undertaker's like, oh my god, I, like he felt so bad. He's like, oh my god, I killed the golden goose. Oh my god. He's like, what he say? He's 24, 25 at the time. Yeah. I mean, in the ring with Hogan, first of all, if you're 24 or 25, and then you have Hogan writhing around on the on the ground in the back. <laughs> <laughs> like, what a what a what a weird life. You know what else struck me from that? And I I know you probably caught this too. When Taker said that, uh, he said back in the day, everything was done in the shower. Did you <laughs> yeah. hear him say that? Yeah. Yeah, all meetings, all fights, all disagreements. Everything. That's like where wrestler's court happened, in the shower. Hey, Big Mark, let me talk to you, brother. They walk right to the shower. <laughs> Could you imagine, Abe, if, I, if, if you and I were in some environment like where we worked? You know, I mean, you and I have worked together off and on for years. If, like, we had a, you know, there was a workspace, but I was like, Abe. Hey, this <laughs> <laughs> is such, such a weird yeah. meeting place. Fully clothed, wearing shoes in the yeah. shower together. 
Abe, shower, please. Uh, <laughs> brother, you got to protect my neck, brother. <laughs> I wouldn't even know how to react. Like, what, yeah, what, I was going to say, what did you? What would you do if, if you were in that situation? Like, what did you make of Hogan being that? I don't know. The way Taker told that story was that Hogan was really, really just weak. Yeah, well, you, you know it's bad news, first of all. Because it's the day you're supposed to win the title, and Hogan's like, brother, we need to speak, brother. <laughs> let's, yep. let's get to the shower, bro. Yeah. Yep. We need to talk about something, brother. Yeah. Oh, shit. I wondered, too, if that, <laughs> if that was Hogan's way of trying to get out of losing, you know, dropping the strap, because he's like, I don't think I could take your finish. <laughs> well, take- well, he was hoping that he would say that, and the Vince yeah. would say, well, if he can't do the tombstone, we can't move the belt. Yeah. <laughs> All right, brother, I guess we'll just do it. You'll go for the tombstone. In fact, you could tombstone me, but I'm going to hit you with the big foot and the leg, okay? All right, cool, brother. You know, and, and, and you know, be, you know, be even more messed up, and you know this would happen because you know how, like, the ring general calls the match? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, at that time, Hogan would have been calling the match, right? So, you know, out of nowhere, Hogan would be like, tombstone! He'd call it tombstone, and then he would kick out of the tombstone yeah. and then hit the big foot, the big boot, and the leg drop. Yeah. Yeah, brother. I just thought it'd be better, <laughs> brother. I felt the flow of the match. I just I called it in the ring. And it, it it would have been great if the Undertaker purposely spiked him. Then I know, like purposely put him too low and spiked <laughs> his head in the mat. Oh man. Have you noticed too God. that Tony Schiavone wants to? Well, number one, Tony Schiavone and Jr. want to have sex with every female wrestler on the roster. Yeah. I don't know if you follow them on Twitter, but. Like I saw Tony Schiavone posted a picture with some wrestler and then JR commented, you lucky dog. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so I listen to both of their podcasts. I don't, I don't really check their Twitters, but I, you can definitely get that. Like what I gather, and I don't know much about Lois Schiavone, Tony's wife, but I feel like she's kind of an old hag. It could be mean. I'm sure she's a great lady, but I just feel like he's just, he let me is take fed a, up. Let me take a look and see what she looks yeah, like. Google Lois Schiavone. See if see what you can find there. And then, of course, Jr. His situation was tragic with losing Jam, you know. And he's—I think Jr. is actually getting laid on a regular basis. Oh my God! Oh wait! Oh fuck! Oh wait! Oh, oh. this wait! Oh no! Oh, is it bad? Wait, her, his mother's name was Lois. His wife, dude, Lois Shivani. If his mom's name was Lois too, then it's a coincidence. Okay. Is this her? This could be really disrespectful, and I don't want to disrespect the, the sweet Mrs. Siobhan. She's a nice lady. <laughs> here, can you see but this? You, but, can you see this? Let's see. How, no, do, I, how do I do it's this? Too here? It's too bright. I can't see it. I'll find I'll find. Oh, is that his wife? That could be. That yeah, might be her. Like yeah. I'm sure she's a nice lady. But doesn't he always talk about like really roughing her up with blue chew or does he not do blue chew commercials? Oh yeah, no, he does blue chew. Oh yeah, no, he and JR both. JR, I don't know who how that dude's getting lit. First of all, he lives in Norman, Oklahoma, which I'm sure is a great city, great right. town. But like who's who's visiting JR? And how, how effective Hookers. is his dick at this point? Like either him and Siobhan, Sh- when was the last time they had a good, proper, sturdy boner? <laughs> Probably yesterday because of blue chew. Probably. Good God! Good God! That thing just stood up. Good God! That thing just stood up. All right, get Conrad. You got a number to a hooker. Good God! It's Conrad, so get a hooker on the phone. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. 
but yeah, so, and I, I think you, I think I know where you're going with the Shivani thing, especially. There's one he's got his eye on. Yeah, Britt Baker. He love he like I I've seen a lot of pictures of them together, and he he I could tell in his eyes he wants to kill uh, Adam Cole. Yeah, and he thinks like he's next in line, like he's ready. Like he's like oh, yeah. when Adam Cole did that that bump off the top of the cage with Champa, he's yeah. like, yes, yes, don't get up, don't get up, don't get up. Yeah. And by the way, let me also say that that Jr. So uh, his come out. I, I don't know if you listen to Grilling Jr. But like this week's episode, um, they were talking about. Uh, do you remember when the whole Matt Hardy uh, Edge Lita triangle blew oh, up? Oh yeah, and they let they let Matt Hardy go and. So JR, they were doing a watch along. JR was watching, and he just sometimes you can catch him drifting into this own his like weird little thoughts where he'll just be quiet and he'll be like he was looking at Lita with Edge and he goes, "God, she's hot. She's hot. She was so hot." He just keeps repeating it. It's like, dude, JR, come back, come back to life, here, buddy. Uh, What's the percentage that JR does not get hookers on the road? Uh, I would say like 4%, 3%, if that. Uh, those two, I guarantee, like, here, just, just, here, you be the guy, what's, what's his name, Fantasimo or whatever, the guy with the mask? Excalibur. Yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, you be him and I'll be, I'll be JR and Shivani. This, this, these are the conversations I have. Or no, wait, you be Shivani, I'll be JR. Just, just ask about some of the, the females on the roster. Okay, uh, it looks like we're going to have a chat here with uh, with Britt Baker, Dr. Yeah, Britt it. Baker. I'm sorry? Hot fucker. Oh, yeah. Hot so I. I mean, yeah. yeah, but we're going to have to go to ringside for Britt Baker. What, what I wouldn't do to her. <laughs> what would you do Good to God. her? Good <laughs> God. Yeah, it gets creepy. You know that when they're on, during all their, because they eat dinner together all the time, I guarantee you, all those steak dinners, that's all they're talking about. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Who's who's the Asian girl now, Tony? Uh, what's her name? <laughs> what's her name, Tony? Oh God! How about Nyla? How about Nyla Rose? Oh. Yeah, I'd probably I'd do it. <laughs> I'd do it. <laughs> and then yeah, Sh- Shivani would take it to a dark place, and he would be like, "As far as I'm concerned, a warm hole is a warm hole." <laughs> He's like, as you would guess, Mrs. Shivani doesn't uh, spread her legs yeah. open too often. <laughs> oh, I've been there. Been there. <laughs> but I could see them doing sick stuff. Like, Britt Baker goes to the... Like, Tony Shiv- you know, Tony Shivani always walks her to the arena. Because he's yeah. like, he's that night... You remember this. Remember? You'd be dating some girl, then there's that nice guy. Ryan's, Ryan's always- a dodo head. That type of thing. Yep. Yeah, but that but Shivani's the guy who's they call it the friend zone, right? Shivani's always in the friend zone. Like, yeah, everyone's like, oh, Tony's like my big brother, and he's just sitting there seething inside, boiling. Yeah, because all he wants to do is is just sniff her panties. By the way, you said something <laughs> very funny the other day in our in our wrestling thread. You said that's what I was just about to say. I said, you know, when she's in the bathroom, he sniffs her panties. <laughs> you said you said he sniffs her suitcase. <laughs> He's like, uh, so uh, you, what are you doing in there, Brit? I'll be out in a second. I'm just gonna brush my teeth. <laughs> is, it, is this the ring gear you're gonna wear tonight? No, that's the one I wore last night. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, what are you doing in there, Tony? And here's the thing. Here's the thing about Tony Giovanni. 
you know he wore his best earring. Oh yeah, for, he wore his best like button down shirt, his best slacks. And, he, and, and I'll tell you that 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 um, the blazer that he's always been a fan with the the logo emblazoned on the chest yeah. blazer. He lives for that. He thinks he looks really good in that. You know, he feathered his hair just right. You know, he took yeah. a couple just and he just so he could be hard while he's around her. You know, he took a couple yeah. blue chew. Totally. In fact, he pops Blue Chew while she's in the bathroom telling him she's brushing her teeth. (laughs) Oh, you're brushing your teeth? Okay. Hey, take your time. (laughs) (laughs) This is crazy. Listen to this. I don't know where I heard this the other day. but um, You remember Viscera, King Mabel? Yeah, he's dead, right? (laughs) Yeah, he's dead. Um, What was his name? Norman Fraser? Something Fraser. I can't remember. But uh, they said that he would... He he would take Viagra before a match just to see what would happen. He would always say he would take Vi- yeah. People would like he always was obsessed with getting hard. He would go back to his room after uh, you know after shows what? and watch porn and just take Viagra. He was like addicted to Viagra. Why would he take it during a match? I don't know, but that's what they said. He would take it backstage before matches. Who was it? I think it was Kevin Nash said he like broke his back because he did that thing where he would like just drop all his weight down on your back. Yeah. And I think he yeah, like he, he messed up Nash pretty bad. I think, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and I think they got um, him released for like five minutes, but then they brought him back. Go back to AEW for a second. Come, like, what are your thoughts, honestly? And aside from Shivani and Jr. and their boners, but like about the presentation difference between, let's just say, Raw and Dynamite. Well, it's it's it? much better. I mean, they everything they've done, WWE's copied as far as having the uh, entrance yep. on camera side. Um, having people in the arena. AEW even feeds in sound, which yeah. I'm not sure if WWE started that yet, but I'm sure they'll they'll copy. Right. Um, I think they have way better, and even though we're making fun of JR and those guys, they're way better than anyone WWE has. Yeah. By the way, Lawler, I, I didn't know that, I, I read today that Joe's the permanent replacement for Lawler, so he's gone again. <laughs> Did you see when JR came back? He's like, oh, Vince told me I have a contract as long as I want it. And yeah. now here we are, like six months later again. He's gone. Gone. Yeah. Wait. So what's the team then? Because is, is Graves back yet, or is he still gone? So what was the team on Monday? I can't remember. Was it Phillips? Is it Phillips, Byron, and, I think and Joe it's now? Phillips, Byron, and Joe. Yeah. Why do you need Byron? Well, <laughs> what, what what does he add? honestly though? If you just look at like, what does he add to the broadcast? I think okay. You know, like there's some wrestlers who appeal just to kids. Yeah. Byron is that for like, he's like the goof. He's like the, the doofus, you know, like he, he's the for one who though? Do. Like who you think kids like that? No, yes. No, 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 yes. I love just, Byron Saxton. It's the same mentality though, where, where Byron just, he pops for, for things that, that no adult male would pop for. Yeah. Is my point. Like he, he's the one who's going to sell like the, Oh, he just, he just fed him a bunch of dog food. <laughs> <laughs> Like, woof woof yeah so exactly that's why they have him just so yeah. he can he can make those comments <laughs> he just put that dog food right in his mouth what do you think that is purina <laughs> yeah byron uh <laughs> oh god <laughs> I, I see he put that dog food right in his mouth <laughs> good god <laughs> <laughs> he put <laughs> You think he swallowed that? <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. But yeah, no, AEW, 
Did you did you watch any of that pay per view? No, I did not. Okay, because they had like a a match in the Jaguars arena. Oh yeah, I saw, well, I I didn't watch the whole paper, but I saw enough online to yeah. yeah. There were some cool parts of that, but like, do you care about Jack Swagger? You mean Jake Hager? Yeah, he's awful. He's just awful. He's supposed. To, I mean, I know he's supposed to be big. There's so many better guys you could put in that big galoot role, right? Like that yeah. enforcer type role. Right, right. I'm Jack Swag. I'm Jake Hager. Listen up. Yeah. I'm the one who runs the inner circle. I'm Hager. <laughs> they used to call me Jumpin' Jack Flash, but now they call me Hager. <laughs> and I'm the enforcer of the inner circle. <laughs> <laughs> there are guys like that, though, no matter what, that that just, they, they I don't know if they have, they have like minor name recognition, but they're never going to be. No. They're never going to ignite the crowd. They're never going to get real hot or get heat or get over. Ever. Ever. Ever, Jr. talks about him like he's like six eight, three hundred pounds. He's he's a, he's a thoroughbred. Like he talks about yeah. Hager. Like he's he always talks about Hager. There's not a yeah. better athlete in the world than Jake Hager. Yeah, <laughs> he's born to be in this ring. It's like he never delivers. He never. He's, I, do you I think? Do you can you think of one great Jack Swagger or Jake Hager match? No, <clears throat> I'll give you. I'll tell you another thing. I was watching the other day. Um, uh, yesterday, I think it was like 24 years. Exa- I don't know. I saw this thing on Reddit where Lance Storm came out of the crowd and super kicked uh, Perry Saturn and kicked off the invasion angle or something. And like JR was selling the shit out of it and Lawler and they're like, he's from WCW. The crowd, everyone in that building was going crazy for a Lance Storm super kick. Yeah. Okay? That's that's how hot the business was back then. And, and we're talking about Lance Storm who had z- admittedly had zero charisma. And that guy was more over than Jake Hager, who they're building as as being a thoroughbred, right? He'll never, no one will ever stand up and pop for anything Hager does, ever. No, ever, ever. I mean, back then, any it, like if someone would show up on Raw, we would go crazy, like like so Elsa. Let's, let's God, like God, it's El Snow, and then Sam and I would yeah. give each other five. Like, yes, totally. he's here, he's here. Yeah, or like Heyman would, you know, Heyman would show up, and then he. You know, you'd see Stevie Richards walking down, holding a ticket to a front row seat. You'd be yeah. like, Stevie Richards. <laughs> yeah. Right. Wait a minute. Scotty Riggs is on Raw. <laughs> We'd be going nuts. Was it? Okay. So here's the question. Were we just, were we just young and dumb marks or, or like, was the product just more exciting? Probably both. Right. No, it was. Did you remember? People don't remember how big wrestling was like. They, I mean, I know wrestling. It's worth the company's worth more than ever. The stock's worth more than ever. Well, not yeah, not yeah, right they, now, they, but before they, they love talking about how they're they're making more money than they ever have. That doesn't and matter. They, I mean, it doesn't. They had like sixteen million people. <laughs> was it like sixteen million people watching Raw? Something. I mean, it was it was triple, quadruple, five, six times more than what they can pull now. And, and like, at the same they, time, they, Nitro was getting a similar rating. At the same time. I know, dude. So, so that's that many people watching wrestling, and the, the the show would start, and you could just feel the the the, the arena. You know what I mean? Like through the TV, the tension, their the, their excitement. And by the way, I do think there, there's something to this. You and I have talked about this before. I don't know if you've ever talked about it on the podcast, but the the look of it was a, was a lot different. I've noticed the the way the arena was lit. They didn't have the the red lights and make it look so TV. 
yeah. it was like you could see the people and it was almost like a hazy like mid-light look in there like it wasn't dark but it wasn't lit you think it's just well. we have better cameras now better cameras they try to do too much with the lighting to make it look slick but yeah. i think that raw that that and i don't mean raw like monday night raw but that more raw look added to the the grit of, yeah you know no i agree i, I and 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 the camera flashes that's another thing that yeah you made that point a long time ago like when someone would walk out and those flashes would come it just gives you that 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 feel that it's exciting when you see hogan and the rock face to face and all around him you go all these flash bulbs going off well not flash bulbs but the flash yeah it's crazy and imagine taking those away take take those flash bulbs away and everyone's just like, you know, got their smartphones and the arena's lit up red or whatever. It wouldn't feel the way it felt. No. It just wouldn't. Or go back to like WrestleMania 3, Hogan and Andre the Giant doing the stare down. Crazy. All Crazy. around, you just see. That's it. And just, have you thought about a picture? Because like I, I posted a picture of me and Ray Manzarek from like, I don't know, 2000. I don't know. Two or something. Three, maybe. Sure. Yeah. And it's like. We had this guy, Love Cheese, that we worked with. He always had a camera with him. But he yeah. was the only guy on earth that always had a camera. No one else had a camera ever. So, right. like, there were so many moments that luckily we had because of him. Yes. Just because he happened to always have a camera. And it was just so weird that he had this digital camera. It was probably yeah. like $1,500 or something. Right, right. And he'd be like, and then he would, <laughs> he would like, print them out for us and stuff. Like, here, here you go. I got these printed at Walgreens. Like, I it know. was crazy. Like no one else had that capability. Yeah, and then I'd go home and scan it, right, and then upload it to to MySpace. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but like you would take a picture. This is even before digital, or even with digital, and you didn't even know what it looked like until you got it developed. Oh yeah, totally. So like you would get back a picture with like you met the big boss man at Denny's or some shit, and you just hoped that it it, oh, it, was, it developed. Like yeah, Sam. Look at this picture you took. You can't even see Ray Trailer's head. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. What? Oh, sorry. That's so true. God. But yeah, I, I, I'm, you know, with all this stuff with the pandemic and just the way it seems, it seems like it's the end of the world, right? There's right. riots. There's a pandemic. Tornadoes. Hurricanes. Flooding. Yeah. Wildfires. Right. I mean, could anything else go wrong? I mean, is this not Honestly. a sign that things are about to end? Yeah. But anyways, with, <laughs> right. with, with, with all those things, all those things going on at the exact same time, you really start to think about the way things were just maybe, I don't know, 15 years ago. Right. Maybe 20 years ago is a better time frame. But like 20 years ago, I think with less technology, things were actually better. Oh, yeah. And you know oh, we yeah. you know we were both born in 1981. So we're in that group that yep. I feel like we we were born the exact time where we got to enjoy things the way they used to be. That's right. That's right. Like kids born like 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 so if you're born in 91 just 10 years later, you had a completely different experience growing up. Like we grew 100%. up 100%. Before we grew up without cell phones. Yeah. No one had a cell phone when we grew up. We used to walk to our friend's house, knock on the door, "Hey, let's go get Adam. Let's call out Adam." You'd walk three, yep. you'd walk a mile, knock on yeah. his door, and then guess what? Oh, Adam's not home. Where is he? Okay, and, then you'd, and then you'd go back home, you know, like the, that was it. <laughs> or, yeah. or his mom would say, oh, uh, he's over by Joe's yeah. house. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Then we'd walk another mile to Joe's house. Totally. So like yeah. th- there was just so many things like you, you like raw and nitro back then. There were no yeah. cell phones yet, really. Because we were like, what? I think, okay, so I, I have a picture of me doing the DX sign. Yeah. When I was a junior in high school with Sam and our art teacher all doing the DX sign. So yeah. that was like, what, 90, 98 maybe? Yeah. Okay, so not, how'd you, 97. How did you convince a teacher at a Catholic boys' school to do the crap? <laughs> I don't know. He did it. Because I, we would always talk, because in school we would talk about DX all day. Yeah. And he's like, is this, is this how you do it? Is this how you do it? And he had like his hands and fists. <laughs> and I had that picture blown up on my wall for the longest time. That's hilarious. His name was Mr. Smurz. He was the art teacher. But like uh, back then, there was no no cell phones or anything. So everything was a lot more magical. Like we would go, we would we would get like the NWO theme off Napster, burn it yes. to a CD, yes. listen to it on the way up to the, the Rosemont Horizon totally. to, to watch Raw. It, it was crazy. Yeah. Now everything is just like, it's just not, and it, it, I know it's, oh, you guys are older now, so of course it's not going to be as much fun, but it's just not, everything just isn't as much fun. It, it, you're right. It, it's not. The, uh, yeah. Things uh, and surprises are harder to keep, uh, which takes a lot of the fun away. Um, well, there are no surprises anymore because now they tell no, you, now it's like they tell you on social media so that you'll watch before you watched because you were going to see a surprise. Right. Like they want, they didn't want to get the surprise out on TV because they, they knew they had the audience. Now they have to say like the rock is going to be on raw tonight. It's like, that's right. Oh, well I'd rather be sitting there. And then the rock comes out. You, you know, you've made a great point too. Okay. Think back to, you've brought this up a lot and, and it's actually become more true to me. I think through the years as I've understood this, like, when we did not know when Saturday night's main event was going to be on. Oh, it was, it was right? amazing. It, it was the best. I mean, sometimes I don't know if it was in the TV guide or not. Some, you'd, you'd put on, you know, channel five at the SNL. Some nights you just get lucky. And it was Saturday. Night's oh yeah. Main event. And we'd go and, nuts. And, oh dude. It was, there's, there was nothing better. Imagine back then. Think of this. There's no, there's no, you know, you have like 11 channels. That's it. Right. Or 20 channels, maybe. You know, your, your options for entertainment were just so limited. No internet. No internet, no phones, no iPads. No, I mean, video games were minor, but you weren't connected playing with your friends. No, no. computers. So, like, you, your options were just a couple of things. Think about how huge that was, that wrestling would just show up on a Saturday night. Oh my god! Tonight on it would just be you'd see the WWE signature logo. Yep. Tonight on Saturday oh night's main and, event, and it didn't matter who it was. It didn't. It was rugged Ronnie Garvin versus Tito Santana, and that's what it was. Like, it would always be like what? Oh my god! I'd give Sam five demolition yeah. smash against Coco Beware. Yes, <laughs> but they'd always have a good main event. Hulk Hogan against the Million Dollar Man. What? We'd be going. Yeah. I can't believe this. Totally. And like we would get the TV guide just to see if Saturday Night's main event was coming on. Yeah. And and some how about when it said it was coming on and then didn't come on? Do you remember that? Oh yeah. We're like, what? No, no. Devastation. No. <laughs> it can't be like this. But man, that surprise that you were oh my god, you were so happy. Nothing made me happier than seeing that Saturday Night's main event logo. So it, let's go, but but. Take everything we just talked about and push forward to today. If, if you're Vince or you're Tony Khan 
and you're running these companies, which I get, they have an obligation to shareholders and to the network to deliver a show. But I almost feel like the longer they do this with the disappointing shows and really yeah. the rosters aren't great. I just feel like they're digging themselves a hole. That's going to take them even longer to get out when they can return. Which God only knows when that's going to be. They're sucking the life out of the product and, and slowly, like I have no interest right now. I can't watch any of it. It's just too hard. Yeah. And, and you know, you but, know, but I, I still keep up and I know you do. I still like, I'll read, I'll read results. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, I still do watch. Yeah. I still watch highlights. I skim through it and stuff, but it just, yeah. you can't like Apollo Cruz, the U S champion. Like why? Again, you go back to that Jake, Hag- Jake Hager thing. Like, I don't know who's popping for Apollo Crews. I really don't. He's he's a body guy. He looks great. Sure, he's a hell of an athlete. I get it. Sure. I mean, <laughs> but I... He's got a great I, body. I, I, I certainly didn't think the other night, like, you know, you deserve it, or hell yeah, or this is going to be fun. It's They're just shifting the, 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 the title from, like, one guy I don't care about to another guy I don't care about. Well, didn't we say that, you know, Vince loves body guys? Like, he probably puts loves. them on, like, some kind of, like, pedestal. And then he like makes them wear either their wrestling tights or a thong. What do you spin? Can you can you suck suck the back of the tights up your ass? Suck them up, suck them up like a thong. I just like I want to see the I want to see the musculature. Yeah. And then it spins. Yeah, it spins around. Very good. Yeah. Apollo, you got a great body. Got a great body on you, like, Vince loves guys with great. Because Vince, did you did you watch the last ride, the last episode? I didn't. Okay, there's a scene where Vince and The Undertaker are discussing his contract. Did you catch any yeah. of that, the clips or anything? Uh-uh. uh-uh. So Vince walks in like an hour late. He's wearing a skin-tight orange like dress shirt, like one of those breast dress shirts. Yeah, yeah. What's no, that material that those guys wear? Is it silk or something? It's either, it's like, um, God, what is that? It, it, I, I, it's like a, almost like a spandexy material, right? Where it's got that, it just contours to your body. Yeah, but it has like lines yeah. in it. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I do. Yeah, but okay, but they're they're not you. they're not like lines you could see. They're lines like in the fabric. Sure, I don't know what it's called, but <laughs> he's wearing one of those shirts. He actually looked pretty ripped still, and he comes walking. Hey, Mark. <laughs> he's like, you're just getting the, you're just get done working out at the gym. Yeah, just finished up. Like, do you really need to get in a two hour workout before meeting with the Undertaker? Can't you just work <laughs> out later? <laughs> but we said we know Vince because Vince loves working out so much. He really, especially the way things are now with guys like Kevin Owens, guys oh, yeah. with just sloppy bodies. You know, when he sees a body like Apollo, God, you really put in the work, don't you, Apollo? <laughs> I mean, what are you doing? Two a days? Huh? Yes, I am, Mr. McMahon. I'm, you know, you know, I'm working out as much as possible. What are you eating? <laughs> eating chicken, grilled chicken, and what? Broccoli. <sighs> You know he gets. You know Vince calls him at like three in the morning. He's like, you know Apollo's in there with like Nia Jax or something. She's like, you want to go? You want to go again, Apollo? Yeah, let's do it. Ring. Fuck. Who is it? Vince again. I'm Mr. McMahon. It's three a.m. Something wrong? Did you work out? You did. You did. You did. You did. You did. You did lower body today, right? Huh? Huh, Apollo? Apollo, you did lower body today, right? Huh? How many leg how many leg lifts did you do? I did seven. <sighs> max out. That's a max though, right? That's not sets, right? That's max. Yeah, I had six hundred pounds on there. Uh, I, I gotta go, Linda's here. 
like Linda went to take a shit or something. Oh God. But what would you do? If, okay. So what would you do though? If you're, if you're running these, like, I mean, do you, I don't let, know, me, man. let me take a step back. Here's the thing. Yeah. AEW's had many surprises, right? Oh my yeah. God. It's Brody Lee. Right. I, I mean, Hardy, Mike Tyson, uh, the, the revival, Moxley. the revival. Yeah. Okay. Moxley was cool. That, that, that was probably the last really good, uh, uh, surprise. Right. Right, yeah. How many people at this point, besides The Rock, CM Punk, yeah, who else would make you like you? You mentioned a pop for Lance uh, Lance Storm, yeah. Who would make you pop like like even as good as people stop uh, pop for Lance Storm? Besides The Rock or CM Punk, I can't think of anyone. Stone Cold always gets a good pop. But we but, know he's not doing but, anything. But even, exactly. Like, you know what you're getting with, with that. What? Right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, and then, I mean, there's really not. There, there's, there, there aren't any. There aren't. There's two. There's The Rock and CM Punk, right? But, but beyond that, yeah, there's not. There, I mean, here's one, and, and I, you might completely disagree with this, but I will tell you, I think this would get a pop. But you have to keep in mind, this is only in a full arena. And it would be a short-lived pop, and he'd probably be gone in, in a month. But if Enzo's music hit... Yeah. Just, and hear me out. Like, I, I just think that he had such a... He had a magnetism with the crowd. I think he connected, and he, if he showed up again, even if it was on a short-term basis, I think the crowd would pop for Enzo. Oh, yeah. If someone was in the ring saying, I'm the toughest guy out of New York or something. Yeah. Some new jobber, like whoever, I don't know, EC3 totally. or something. Yeah. I'm the toughest in New York. I'm the toughest. And, and, <laughs> and I shouldn't even put Enzo in that same category as a, or as a rock or CM Punk, but I'm just thinking of, of anyone who would get someone to stand up when they just went, when their music hit. But like, see, that's the problem. Talking. If, if we, if right. we can only get excited for a CM Punk or a rock uh, surprise, yeah. then we're never going to get excited. Right. Now, if Seth Rollins went to AEW, I mean, I'd be like, Oh, it's crazy. Maybe if Ronda Rousey, yeah, or, or, maybe if Ronda Rousey came back to Raw, I guess. Totally. I don't know. Or, or if, if Roman Reigns showed up on on AEW, I think that would, I would be like, damn, okay, crazy. Yeah, I mean, Edge got a big pop at the Royal Rumble. He did, he did. But Edge could still wrestle. See, that's the thing. It's like if you could still go in the ring, like John Morrison. No one gave a shit, really. Uh huh. It's it's always just like. It, there's this weird thing where it's like ap- apathy, where you just go, you kind of shrug, you go, oh, that's cool. Yeah, and that's not that's the, the reaction the ex- you should have. That's the extent of the reaction. Oh, that's all right. Oh, that's oh Morrison, I remember him. <laughs> yeah, he looks good. Oh, the revival, are, we knew they were coming for the last six months. Cool. They were talking about going when they were under contract. They've been talking about <laughs> exactly. going for, They've been going back and forth with the Bucks on Twitter about, I can't wait to get there to, to have our match. They renamed their tag team something that Cody Rhodes set F the Revival, FTR. Yeah. Like, they've had that on their tights for months. Like, we knew they were coming. I will say this. You just mentioned Cody. I know you're not a big Cody guy. No, I, I, I don't mind Cody. I thought the promo he, he gave uh, on Wednesday was outstanding. And it really offset the shittiness of that that TNT title. <laughs> that that belt is so ugly. But he, uh, I don't know, man. He he, you can tell. Here's what I like about Cody, and I don't want to just sound like we're shitting all over the product because I will say that when guys care about what they're doing and saying in their character, you can feel it. Yeah. And like Cody, he gives a shit. 
you oh can yeah tell and feel that cody gives a shit and i gotta give him credit because the promo he's he's actually cut like even just this year in the, or in the past year he's probably cut like three or four of the better 10 promos in wrestling oh yeah definitely I mean, again, though, I'm not, I don't mark out for him and I'm not buying Cody Rhodes shirts and I'm not going <laughs> to buy a ticket to see him. But like, just in terms of what we have to work with, I don't know. I mean, he's, he cares and that's good. Yeah. <coughs> I just, I can't think of, like you said, there's just not many people that excite me at this point. And that's a huge right. problem. It's just a huge problem in general for wrestling. Yeah. Nothing gets me but to I, that. I, oh my God. Yes. But again, I dude, I think a lot of that. Is a, I think that's a product of oversaturation. I think we think back, dude. You used to get first. It was one hour of raw per week. Holy shit! Oh, it was great. Come on, it was great. You you knew We're like live wrestling. What? Yeah, one hour. Oh my god! And those sirens would go off in the Manhattan <laughs> Center. And just, oh, it was so awesome. And then they moved to two. They could still bring it in two, but now it's like there's just too much. I and I think the reason we don't get excited is because. I don't know. Like we've worked with guys before and even in radio where it's like everything they do has to be funny. Like when everything's funny, nothing's funny. Exactly. When you get too much wrestling, it's not, there's no more excitement. You know, I don't know. There's not enough guys to like, to hold down the shows. Like you need guys like stone. If you watch it, go, go on the WWE network right now and go watch an old two hour episode of raw starts out with stone cold. Steve Austin comes to the ring. Vince McMahon comes out and says, if you're not, a, if, if, like, I'm yeah. going to arrest you if you're still in this arena in 45 totally. minutes. Yes. And then 45 minutes later, there's a second Stone Cold segment where he's exactly. backstage and now he's in some kind of truck and he takes the truck to the ring. Vince yeah. comes out, arrests him. Then yeah. there's a third Stone Cold segment at the jailhouse yeah. where he's getting booked. And then yeah. with three minutes left the in the show, the cops. then he beats yeah. the other guy. And with three minutes left in the show, he comes in a pickup truck, runs back to the ring and stunners Vince. He was on the show four times. Right. And you know what, beyond that. So, so what you just said was, was a great point. They would, they'd have a mission and they would string. That's what they don't do anymore. They don't set a hook. They don't set a hook. Exactly. And they don't string it through. They don't make you want to see how it's going to play out. They also don't leave you wanting more at the end of the episode. I can't remember the last time I even <laughs> like finished a raw and was like, "Oh shit, next week's gonna be hot." Yeah. Oh, the Viking Raiders. Oh shit, I wonder what's gonna happen. Oh, Viking Raiders. You went back the straps. It's just filler now. The Viking Raiders are golfing with with the uh, Street Profits and playing <laughs> archery. Like, okay, I'm not. Wa- I, I don't care. I don't care. Who honestly? Who? Who ca- and I don't mean this like who cares like I'm not shrugging going eh, who cares I mean it this is a serious question who cares I guess kids like, who- maybe do kids care about that I guess I don't know <laughs> I do don't we know, know any kids we could interview next week <laughs> I don't know man I would I, love I, just- I would love to have on this podcast if if we could find a kid that loves wrestling like right. around maybe eleven years old twelve maybe. Yeah. I would love to pick their brain and know and wonder because remember when Sam when I, when we, when he was Mister Sam and he was he went yeah. with his his wife on that camping trip with those kids yeah. and he goes hey I found out all these kids love Sheamus <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> like what yeah. why he's like yeah Randy yeah. Orton and Sheamus are huge at the little kids like oh that's crazy like we should probably know that information before we shit on everything because maybe kids love the Viking Raiders maybe but I can't imagine any. Does any kid love Buddy Murphy? 
Well, who's the new guy that, that's uh, Rollins' new? Yeah, disciple? like uh, uh, I he, can't even remember. He, his he name. was he was with Vega for a while, right? Now he's yeah. now he's with Rollins. I will. T- okay, let me tell you this. I will. And again, I don't want to sound super negative on the whole thing. Um, God, I'm. Uh, is it not Humberto Carrillo? Who's the other guy? Vega's cousin. Oh, see, this is how bad it is. Oh, uh, uh, Rico. <laughs> yeah. Dude, why can't we? Well, there's Andrade, Andrade, and then Andrade. Okay, no, but Andrade. But then who's the other guy? The young guy. Yeah, see that guy I like, and I can't. That's how sad this is. I can't even think of his name. Is it Cruz or something? Something Cruz. Hang on. This is so sad. I'm glad you know. (laughs) I thought I was getting dementia or something or Alzheimer's, but I'm glad now. Now that I see you in action here, I'm glad that we're on the same page. Because if you can't think of it, that's good. Oh, Austin Theory. Isn't he the guy that's with, um, He's with the, Rollins? He's the new Rollins guy. Okay, yeah, and then... I like the other one. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jesus, I can't even... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, what's his name? He's the, he's the smarmy guy, right? He's the, he's the guy who just yeah. smiles. Yeah, he was kissing women. Himself. Yes. God, what's his name? I feel like he, he, I feel like he has potential. Because I feel... Here's, here's the difference. When I watch him on screen, I actually like laugh or I, I feel myself having emotions when I watch him. And I don't have them any on anyone else. An- Angel Angel Garza. Angel Garza. That's him. He he's just um he reminds me of a, a mix between like like when Razor Ramon like a cross between Razor Ramon and those early uh, Alberto Del Rio vignettes. Oh yeah. Like where he's just you just he he plays the character well and I actually I I I feel it when he's yeah, he, he has potential. He's way better yeah. than Andrade. If Andrade was in banging Charlotte, Ugh. I mean, what does Andrade? I mean, what does he now in NXT? Here's the thing: NXT you could pass by just being a good wrestler. Totally. That's NXT is the place to go watch some great wrestling, and, and the, those yeah. takeover shows just some of the best wrestling. It's great. Like a it's guy like guy like Matt Riddle. Trust me, he's not going to be great in WWE. Yeah, he's just not. Did you see that? Did you see that flip he did off? Uh... The, the, the cage or the yeah i yeah, saw that it, it was, was crazy. crazy he's a good wrestler it's just he's not gonna cut it bro right listen up seth rollins bro like okay yeah now what yeah right you called him yeah, bro yeah, now it. now why do we care about you dude wait no you just said it those two words i think those two words you just said now what define the state of wrestling right now okay apollo cruz is the is the, the what is he the intercontinental champion no the U- u.s champion, US champion. Yeah. Wait, here's now a here, wait, a test before you, you move on to that point. Who's the Intercontinental champion right now? I don't know. They're doing a tournament today for it because it was Sami Zayn. Okay. Go ahead, yeah. sorry. Oh, that's right. I mean, dude, again, and, and I I feel like anyone listening to this is gonna be like, why are these guys even doing a wrestling <laughs> But but I think I, I think I think we're we're actually tapping into the general apathy of wrestling fans. Yeah. Ratings are down. I just think no one gives a shit. We're real and fans. Think, we're real fans. We're not I, see here's the I, thing. I, 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 I want to love it. I want to love it. We watch it every week. We watch it every of week. Course. It's just we can't watch it. Like, yes. like you watch it, you'll, you'll be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna try to. I'm probably fall asleep nine minutes into SmackDown." I'm like, you yes. just we try very hard. It just very here's the thing: hard. this podcast isn't. We're not trying to get wrestling interviews or something. So we could be oh. honest. Other ones, they have to kiss ass and whatever. Yeah, we don't care. Yeah. We're we're like real we're real wrestling fans. This is how people feel about the product. Everything's not awesome right now. It's not. It's horrible, actually. Yeah. 
What were you saying though? You're saying Apollo Crews now, no, no, now what? No, 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 that's it. That's it. Just those two words. Now what? Like, and you apply it to every situation. Okay, this guy, Austin Theory or whatever, that just joined up with Rollins. Okay. It, it, it had a moment. I mean, I don't know. He hugged him. Now what? It, just apply it to every every situation. Now yeah. what? Ask that question. And like, I don't know. Not, I can't look at anything that's happened on, on wrestling other than maybe Mike Tyson and Jericho the other night. Which was that one. If I, oh. It was not well done. But if you go, now what? I'm actually interested. Okay, now like. I'm actually curious to see what happens. Well, what's going to happen is going to be Mike Tyson, Henry Cejudo, Rashad Evans, Vitor Belfort against the inner circle. It's not going to be a one-on-one. Maybe it'll lead to that. It could. I don't know. But see, that's the thing is like, that's the only now what that I ask about wrestling right now where I'm like, okay, I I, I care a little bit Yeah. to see, not even to see how it plays out or who wins, but I'm just like, okay, it's interesting to see where they're going with. That's um, what it is. I don't. I don't care where they're going with anything right now. Anything. CM Punk made a great point on backstage, which actually CM Punk on that show is very good. It's just a waste of his abilities because right, right, right. He he's the best on that show by far because he's one hundred percent honest. It's just, it's just diluting what could be like that. That that one big comeback. If he came back at WrestleMania, let's say whoever the champion is at the end says, let's say Brock wins back the title at WrestleMania, and he grabs the mic. He says, no one could beat me. Any man in that locker room wants a shot. Because let's say Brock wins a title in two minutes. Yeah, He's like, I'm done with wrestling. No one could beat me. If anyone back there has the balls come out here. And then you hear, look in my eyes. That You would get that pop, that attitude era pop. It would be. It would be. The biggest pop we've had since the attitude era was probably when the Hardy Boys came out at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania. That yeah. was crazy. That would be yep. times 10. Yes. And CM Punk came yep. out and did the thing with the, the watch. It's oh clobbering time. Comes to the ring. Forget it. It would be an all-time moment. Hits Brock moment. With, with the go to sleep. Ugh. Wins the title. Yeah. Or even just leaves it hanging for Raw the next night. That Raw would be fire the next night. Oh. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. But, dude, again... They're not even thinking that way. They're not even thinking about how do I bring, how do I bring that passion or that emotion back? They're not. They're just putting people on screen to fill three hours. That's it. That's yeah. all they're doing. Well, like, who was it? You or Sam that was saying that like MVP gets three segments a day. Like, uh, and what happened? Like six weeks ago, MVP he sent a tweet. He's like, that wraps up all of my contractual <laughs> duties with WWE. I will never appear on program. Now he's like hosting six MVP lounges in the 80s managing. I mean, why is MVP the, 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 the linchpin of this operation? I don't get it. <laughs> it, is it just, I mean, does, he live in, does he live in Orlando? Is that like, yeah. how, how are they deciding who's being featured right now? I don't know that, that, that social media is abuzz with what MVP's doing or saying. I'm sure his segments aren't ripping up Twitter. Like, all right, Vince. Now, Vince, my, I, I got your contract through fact, your contract over through facts. Now, I see I'm getting paid scale to work <laughs> every Monday Night Raw for the next six months, but you're missing one thing that we discussed. Where's my sleeping quarters, Vince? Oh, uh, sorry. Paul, I'm fixing my bed in one of the offices in the Performance Center. <laughs> All right, we got a deal. Now I can shower. You so I can use the gym and shower here too, right? That's right. Yep. That's a deal. All right, good. All right. All right, Montavious. 
<laughs> oh, <baby. laughs> uh, yeah. God. Ugh. You are right. People are, would listen to this and say, these guys, should, but you know what? We have, we, we have, uh, it, who's the rapper in, in, in real mother effing G's by easy E the guy with the baseball bat says, since I got stripes, I got a right to rap about that. Right. We got stripes yeah. in wrestling. We, yeah. I, I, we're 38 years old. You're 39 yeah. now. I mean, I'll be 39 yeah. in a few months. I've been watching yeah. wrestling for 36 years. And, and, and by the way, you talk to a wrestling fan. I, I, nine out of ten of them are, have been lapsed fans at some point where they're like, yeah, I, I stopped watching for seven years. We have not. Not us. I have watched since I was six years old. I've been watching since I was I three. Yeah, I, I don't think I've. My, six was my first live event. Oh, okay, that so you, like before that then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been all in. Truly, forever, and like yeah. dealing with some of the shittiest periods of wrestling, but I never stopped watching. We I've have never... stripes in wrestling. We 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 That's we've it. earned the right to decide what we're gonna do as far as watching wrestling. Yeah, and and you know what the other thing that really bothers me, really 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 bothers me, is like when people, even if it's like a like a Bruce Pritchard type, where they're like, you know, they they shit on people who critique the product, like they're like. You know, just sit back and enjoy it. I can't. I can't. <laughs> exactly. It's not good. I, 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 I want to, but I can't. It's not yeah. good. And maybe it hurts us that we're comparing it to those the, the heyday, right? I don't know. Maybe if we did not watch the Attitude Era and we were, you know, 38 and just discovered Monday Night Raw, I might be like, well, you know what? This is damn good. The AOP, that, that's a pretty devastating team. <laughs> exactly. Maybe like our markdom has expired. Maybe we had like just so many mark moments, yeah. like a finite amount, and we've we've expelled them and they're gone. I don't know. But uh, we were on for I all sure the glory days of wrestling, all the Hogan stuff, I, all I the attitude love, era. I would love to have it make me feel something again. Because I'm sure as fuck tuning in, I still am. Exactly. <laughs> well, CM Punk was the last guy that really made us feel. Like he that was the last era that was like remarkable in wrestling. Oh my god. That money in the bank. Oh, dear. That there, was the best was, I, match I've ever seen live, ever. Same, 100%. It was ever. perfect. Everything about it. Yep. And now that, that, you know, I saw a poll the other day, and I don't know if it was a WWE poll. They're like, who do you think the hacker is going to be? Mustafa Ali or Shorty G? <laughs> I don't yeah. care. Again, you go back and you go, now what? Okay, so it's Shorty oh. G. All right. Okay. Please now, tell me that's not me. the rumor. It is. It's either Shorty G, Mustafa Ali, or CM Punk, and there's no way it's Punk. What a waste that would be if it was Punk. Yeah. That's not the way to bring back Punk. You bring him back the way no. I just described. Totally. You don't waste that pop. So, so where, where's the disconnect? Because you know that Vince knows this, because he's, he's done it and it brought him success. So is he, has he forgotten? It is, is, uh, has he lost his touch? Is someone else writing this shit and he likes it? Like, how do you have a career full of this where you know how to tell stories and make people feel shit? And then all of a sudden you just forget it. And you think that we're going to put the strap on Apollo tonight. <laughs> we're going to give it to Apollo. <laughs> and you think that that's going to bring you the same, the same level of passion that you once had. Yeah. I, I, I don't get it. 
It just I, I maybe he doesn't. He doesn't. Maybe he doesn't have guys around him that inspire him anymore to be great. Like he had all these killers: Stone Cold, The Rock, The Undertaker, Triple H, Shawn Michaels. All these guys around him at the exact same time who all wanted yeah, to be yeah. number one. Now you have a bunch of yes men. Nice. Like back in the day, The Undertaker is like the locker room. It's like everyone wanted that spot, right? Now yeah, it's yeah. like everyone's like, oh, it's so great that that Seth Rollins yeah. is number one. Now he deserves. It. It's like no. Yeah. Back in the day, they were more like Enzo, like you said, like they wanted it. They wanted it. Yep. They oh, wanted by it. the way, that's why I brought up CM Punk, because he said on that show backstage, what a waste that was to have Asuka come out and like hug Becky Lynch and all that shit. She should have beat yeah. the shit out of her. Absolutely. That would have made her a major heel. And, and she's not too pregnant yet where she could give her a kick and Becky could take some kind of fall or she could sure. choke her out, whatever, something. Or spray the mist in her face or something. Spray I mean, the mist. Something. Yeah, exactly. Punch her yeah. in the stomach, a fake punch to the stomach. Sure. How great would that have been? A punch to the stomach. <laughs> well, that's that's a little. I mean, maybe not that great, but why? That would have made her. Or, you know what they should have done? They should have had Nia Jax come out and beat the shit out of her. I mean, that's a that's a risky move when you're when you're pregnant and you're well, your okay, 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 still okay, forming. Okay, fine. Green mist then. The green mist is fine. Yeah. She should have sprayed her yeah. in the face with green mist. Becky should have been and in the corner. The title. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then Becky leaves the she ring crying. Her. She hugged her and started dancing with her. Yeah. What was that? I I, I don't know. And then everyone, no even you got you and Sammy. So that was a pretty cool moment. I'm like, it was. No, 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 no. I, here's what I said. My exact words were: I wish Becky could have had that moment in an arena. I wish Becky could have had the because there's one thing, and as weird and sadistic and sick as wrestling fans can be, for some reason they usually pop when when wrestlers are honest and say i'm pregnant even the miz when he was a heel he'd be like if i could just let you guys know me and marisa are having a baby and like everyone would be like yeah that's great yeah for just a split second so I then he'd say but your city sucks and exactly. i would never raise my son in this shithole right but for some reason wrestling fans do pop when like when i don't know when someone celebrates a milestone in their personal life and shares it on tv yeah. my only thought was i wish becky could have done that in front of a crowd and they could have, you know, done the whole thank you, Becky, blah, blah, blah. They could have, like, given her a special moment. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I don't think that the way they didn't did it wasn't special by any means. No. And what, it why, why is Asuka dancing with her now? Like, Exactly. What? 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 Yeah. And then they all smile and they're like, this is so amazing. And all the people in the back are like, congratulations. Like, what? Yeah. Doesn't make sense. I don't, watch, I don't watch wrestling really to to feel to feel good about shit like that. Exactly. I really don't. I I, I want to see. I want to see. I, I don't know, man. I want to see like angles and people fucking each other over and yeah, yeah. It's like, like I I don't watch movies to like learn a lesson. Like they try to teach you something about either like race issues or like ways you should act. So no. I want to be. I want to watch like swingers or, or wedding crashers yeah. or something, yeah. or Goodfellas. Make me like, make me laugh. Make me invested in the characters. Tell me who they are. Why I should care. Yeah. Again, I don't. Who who are we supposed to care about? Okay. What if? Oh my God! Apollo had a short run. He can you believe he only had the strap for a week? Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. I can. I sure can. And I'm not even going to remember next week that he has the title. No. Who who are the Raw Tag Team Champions right now? <laughs> uh, 
Or wait, the Raw tag team is it? Is it the Viking Raiders? Are they? Is it the Street Profits? I don't That's know. I, I actually yeah. meant. I actually meant to ask who are the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Is it the? Is it the Miz and Morrison? It's either Miz and Morrison or New Day. They might have won them back. <laughs> See, it's like no one remembers anything. I'll There's tell you one angle. One angle they really blew recently was when uh, Dominic. Oh, that was great, out. and they ruined they it. They really could have done something with that. Oh, it was so good when Brock beat the shit out of him. And then he just disappeared. Well, then he came back and like laid on top of Brock or whatever, but it was, it was, it, yeah, that but, was but, so good. Yeah. And the Randy Orton yeah. thing was so good too. That's another thing. The AJ and Undertaker thing was very good. Was very good. What, what, do you see good. a theme here? Seeing the theme? Yeah. Who did I just mention? Undertaker, Rey Mysterio, right. AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Edge, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. What's the theme? It's all guys from the, the Attitude Era and the old, it's all old wrestlers. Right. What's who, know ex- how to bu- who, who bu- know how to build a character and make you, you connect with what they're doing and draw you in. Yeah. Orton had some of, think about those Orton promos, God, earlier a couple months ago. It's awesome. Oh, shit. They were great. I, I didn't even know Randy still had, had that in him. I'm here for Lyric and Ruby. Oh my God. Some of that shit was so good. I and love I, your I daughters. I get the feeling, and I don't know this to be true, but I, I have a sense that in those moments, and I'd love to know if this is true, they probably just said, you know, everything's so scripted, and that's why it all sounds the same. No one cares about anyone because it's all the same voice writing the same, these different characters. So they'll end up inadvertently sounding like each other because it's the same room of guys writing yeah. for everybody, right? So I feel like when Orton was going off on all that, they were probably like, you know what, Randy? I trust you. Here, just here, give, here's your bullet points. You go out there and tell me a story. And it was great. It was great. Undertaker and AJ was great. Everything was great. Is that my yeah. girl Penny? No, it's some some stray, some, some ruffian, rafta. Yeah, some ruffian. <laughs> some ruffian dog. Is that Winston, the British bulldog? <laughs> Well, let, let's let's, mean, yeah, let's, wrap, let's wrap it up on this. That Winston was his second dog, remember? Oh, I got it. Yeah, when he was a solo wrestler, this is this is Winston now. Oh, great! <laughs> We're really invested in Winston. It's like Coco Beware. This is my new bird. This is Jimmy. Oh shit, Jimmy! Yeah, where's Frankie? He got eaten up by Damien. Uh, final thing, and what is that? Another hot rod. Yeah, let's re- yeah, man. You, you live in Pasadena, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Let's drive the streets of Pasadena, man. <laughs> um, they need to unify all the titles. That's I mean, I know I say it every time we do this podcast, but no one needs two sets of tag team or women's titles. No one needs the Intercontinental and U.S. title. No one needs a universal title. Here's the fix for everything. The champions get to go on both shows. Yeah. Then you have all your major superstars on both shows. It fixes every problem. How do you not I, see I this? I, I do. I agree with you. I don't know why. I don't know why they don't. I don't know. I, yeah. I'll tell you this. To that point, if I was a network, if I'm USA or Fox, I would, I'd be like, hey, Vince, how soon can we meet? Like, I need to, I need, we need to talk, man, because this isn't cutting it. You got, you got to give me something. You got to yeah. give me intrigue. We're paying you hundreds of millions of dollars. 
Yeah. And this is what you give us? Yeah. WWE stock was $100 at one point. It's crazy. And then he bought, he cashed out. You know, actually, him, he, he, and this is messed up too. He's, he, so he took the XFL into bankruptcy, and now right. there's talks that he's going to try to buy it back pers- uh, personally. So yeah. the XFL company went bankrupt. Right, now right. Vince McMahon is an individual is going to try right. to buy back. Now, if you complain, if you, next time you hear someone complain that $15 is too much for minimum wage, I want you to remember this story I just told you. A billionaire was able to file bankruptcy for his company and then buy it back for pennies, making yeah. a humongous profit for his... That would, be, that would be like buying your own bad debt, your own loan debt, right? Like creating yeah. a company to buy up your debt. Yes. For pennies. That that'd be like me. That'd be like me going bankrupt, selling my yeah. house to the bank as as the company Abe Cannon Inc. Yep. Then Abe Cannon, the individual, buys the house back for like thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> you can't do that, right? All right. Well, uh, yeah. we'll wrap it up on that, Ryan. Unfortunately, oh, unfortunately, even though we moved the day to, to accommodate Sam, he couldn't be on today. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. What, I don't know what he would have added either. He would have just said, "Yeah, I don't care either." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> people are people are dying to hear Sam though. That's all I hear about. I know. No, Sam. Sam is Sam is a he's a he's a great heel. He's one of the best. He's one of the best pure heels since Bischoff. <laughs> he really is. Sam's the and best Heyman. heel. He, Sam's he, the best yeah, heel he, in the radio podcast world. He he is unapologetically heel. He's a great heel. <laughs> and we miss him tonight. All right. <laughs> See Later. Ya.